Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going well. We're here during the NFL trade deadline went down today. Uh, a flurry of action that we saw. A lot more than expected. Woo. Yeah, way more. That was more like, a, more like a blizzard, my, my friend, than a flurry. Yeah, <laughs> after the Hawkinson news broke, you're like, oh, that's the biggest trade of the day. And they're like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, so some Dynasty Impact there we'll talk about today. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to carry that over actually to the Nerd Herd show and actually do an actual Dynasty trade question show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're breaking down the Discord channel. Yep. Uh, people in there, their actual dynasty trade questions. So it's going to be an exciting show here. We got a lot to talk yeah, about. Because, I mean, it's the trade deadline for NFL is always before most leagues. I guess there's a few that might do it, like, on the actual NFL trade deadline. But this is also a big time of year for people getting their trades, mm-hmm. and people are starting to figure out if they're contenders or not. And there's a lot of trades going down right now. I don't like trade deadlines in dynasty leagues. I do as long as I like it right to the playoffs. Yeah, so, yeah. Fair, yes. Because I know there's some leagues that you can trade even championship week. I don't like that. We're I don't those. like that either. I'm I with hate you it. there. Yep. I don't like that as well. Yeah, We're in one league to together playoffs. like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. all the way up until the, like, literally the playoffs. And it's just like the NFL, that's where you see a flurry of action because they're like, hey, last like, minute. Because there's a lot of middle-of-the-road teams. So people are like, oh, I just got, I got to win this week. Like, I got to win this week, and I'm in. Uh, all right, I'll give you 323 first for Brandon Cooks. And all, right, it, uh, and all it takes is one early season bad trade to kind of make somebody gun shy you know what i mean because sure. who knows if you make a bad trade somebody gets injured right after you trade for him something like that and then you don't then you don't want to make another trade but if you wait until the very last moment at least you know you're having for that week yeah <laughs> he's healthy today he's he healthy right now going into the playoffs i usually like to push it off until the end like yeah. you know i'm a true contender unless i have like a clear hole well to be fair i make trades throughout the whole year but like for a lot of those teams like i wait a little bit because nothing's worse than trading for a running back like Three weeks before the playoffs, for sure. You know, you got, you got to wait. Like, how old is the running back here? Like, I, I got, like I said, Raheem Mostert is my buy of the week last week. Uh, and you know, you trade for him now, you have no idea if he's going to be there next week, five hours from now, sure. or whenever. Well, and and that's even part of like the dynasty strategy of it. Like, if you're a rebuild team, one, it's not good to trade for players in season because they're the most expensive in season, so you're getting less for your picks. The the players at a premium, but the but also is. Now you're carrying the risk of those players you just traded for getting injured, getting traded to a bad team. Whereas picks, they maintain their value, and if anything, their value grows. So right if you yep. can wait to deal those picks in the offseason, it's twofold goodness. Happens all the time. I literally traded for Marquise Brown, and he didn't play. He hasn't played for me <laughs> yet. Like, literally, I traded for him. He got hurt the next day. And I was like, oh, this is And sweet. now Nuke is going nuclear. Yeah, and Rondell Moore looks good there. He's, uh, he's played great. You know, they have Zach Ertz. Their, their running game is... Non-existent. <laughs> well, I was trying to Which helps the Eno. passing game, I guess. Sort of. Eno's actually doing okay for fantasy managers right now. I it's mean, just okay. Says okay. Yep. So we got a lot to talk about today: trades, injuries, ton of stuff to get into. Before we get into all that, we got to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks. Yes, Prize Picks, uh, where you can get all your player props in there and mix it all right like you get the world series going on you get the nba going on and they had a free bet pretty much going on it was like 15 percent off devin booker like he scored 20 points uh tonight so you, what's nice is if you go through here with prize picks and say there's like hey i really like 
Tyreek Hill over 90 and a half yards because he's on pace for 2 million yards this year. So like 90 <laughs> is easy to get for him because uh, that's where he's at. Nine and a half yards for Chicago or, you what, know, what about this one? PJ Walker, 190.5 thrown to DJ. Come on. Ooh. More, more, more. Wait, who are they playing? Good? Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the, oh, Cincinnati Bungles. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Dude, that's a clear over. They just lost uh, yeah, definitely yeah. over. Uh, Akuz- Kuze, right uh, tip for uh, for the year ACL. Yep. Uh, Eli Apple was hurt last week. We just saw Jacoby Brissett. Just I mean, those Browns wide receivers were wide open Torching. on Monday night. Terrace Marshall has been playing pretty well this past week, or as just well. even playing is yeah. good. <laughs> you know, this is good. Yeah, good. I mean, that's a prospect we liked out of LSU with some upside, uh, some good S- go straight. Speed. Speaking of the over unders, did you see the guy that had the seventeen leg parlay? No. And lost on Joe Mixon. And he lost it on Joe Mixon last night. Get he out. hit 16 straight, and he took the over on the rushing yards for Joe Mixon. What which, was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was like 60, or how much money? No, no. How, uh, like the yards. It was, it was 64 and a half or something like that. It was in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. And he took the over, and he had bet like seven bucks or 10 bucks, and he was in line for like $123,000. Oh he hedged his bet. Did he hedge it? He hedged it and took, he bet $34,000 on under Joe Mixon uh, rushing yards and hit. Okay. On that. So he ended up winning like $28,000 or something like that. So uh, smart. Yeah. I would hedge. I would, I would hedge too. 100% hedging my bet. Something along those lines? Yes. I mean, you just see me at the game last night. I thought I was going to win a 50 50 raffle with the Browns. I thought we were going to win a Powerball and be billionaires. I was like, this <laughs> life is about to be good tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm always like, we're never going to win. I'm like, now with that kind of attitude. <laughs> Opti- I'm an optimist. Like I'm always thinking we're gonna win. So that, and that's what Price Pick does. Like the you know the over the, uh, the under mm-hmm. parlays, NBA, Russian, MMA, soccer, video games. Like everything's on here. Tennis, MMA. <laughs> There's so many different There's things. Video together. games on here. College football. There's a video. You could game probably do like World of War or something like that. Oh my god. NHL. You know Brandon Cooks. Fifty and a half. Fifty eight and a half over yards. Right now, he's probably probably, probably going to come up with a mysterious injury. Like, his hamstrings all of a sudden get tightened up over here. He's going to be the Cow. new Darius Tony because he's mad at the Texans because he didn't get traded. So, prize picks get on there. All you have to do is use the promo code NERDS. That's what we ask. Use the promo code NERDS. They're going to give you a 100% instant deposit match up to $100, and you support the show at the same time. That's a that's the big thing, too. You're supporting yeah. the Dynasty Nerds as well. Like we're not, we're not just doing this for our health. Brandon Cooks, over under one yard this week. Under. Under. <laughs> He's not playing, right? They're not going to play him I, after all that, right? It's 58 I, and a half. I don't know. I he think, missed practice today for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in case they ended up dealing him. Now they didn't deal him? Welcome back to practice. <laughs> I don't know about that. I we'll don't know see. about that. I would take the under. He might get Cam Akers. Dude, we don't know. PJ Walker over. Brandon Cooks under. And then. I don't know. I could see a spike game. Just mad at the world. There's a Russian one on here. I Going saw scorched this. earth. 125 yards. Yeah. Two, t- two tutties. That's right. Oh, Austin Eckler versus Atlanta, 53 and a half rushing yards. Mm. I like the over on that. I would take the over. They're, they're uh, rushing defense. David Montgomery uh, with the new acquired Bradley Chubb, 53 and a half rushing yards under Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert's going to get <laughs> 75 to 80. So there, there's tons of these on it. I mean, literally, there's hundreds of different parlays you could take. Prize Picks is the best legal way for you to get your player props in there. Two to five players win 10 times your entry. Use that promo code NERDS and come out big. Now, let's talk some injuries, shall injuries. we? Injuries. Biggest one is Jamar Chase. This is the, hin- the hip injury. It's like a hairline fracture of his Oof. hip with a knee boo-boo. So they're not going to put him on IR, but he's supposed to miss like a month. It's weird that it, they wouldn't put him on IR. If he's going to miss a month. It, it is a little bit surprising. You would think that 
they would yeah put them on there. I, I, I saw things up. that were like closer to six weeks for this. Yeah, injury. they said four to six yeah. is what I saw. So I'm I'm very surprised. And maybe maybe they got a Jerry Jones type thing where somebody in there thinks that he's going to be back sooner, and you know, like kind of like they did with Dak. But right. I, I have no idea. Either way, I don't know if it was how well the Browns played last night, which you know we'll take a little credit there. But that offense looked anemic without Dude. Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, I mean, besides that one uh, garbage time, play, yeah. uh, Greedy Williams, who literally had to come back in the game, he was sick. Like, he shouldn't have been playing that day. Like, he was under the weather and sick. Uh, so he had to sit out for a little bit of the game. And he, he back in. I mean, he went up toast. over him and got it. That was It was a nice catch. Greedy was in a, in a good spot. I know, but if he was a little bit more healthy, he'd have a little bit up to him. Uh, you know? Another two inches there to tip that ball. But, I mean, it's a big thing for Tegan to come in and be the number one guy in this offense with Tyler Boyd being the number two. We, we talked about Joe Mixon getting Ian up there. Hayden Hurst had an okay game there. So sure. it, it is a different game without Jamar Chase. And you get to be careful. You know, Shakira said it best. The hips don't lie. And you don't want to Bo Jackson, Jamar Chase. You want to make sure he comes back and he's healthy. So for me, like, I'm not rushing this in the least bit. I mean, the the, the Bengals look like they have the Super Bowl hangover. Uh, odds of them making the playoffs are probably 35%. Somebody's got to make it out of the, the, the North, but... It, right now, all the teams are like not trying to win. Well, the Ravens like. have the best. Well, the Steelers have zero percent chance. They're not making it. Uh, Browns have, in my heart, million twenty percent chance. <laughs> Only twenty percent. Wow, in your, your heart, heart is. Well, they play dark. like Monday night. But they, they get they get your heart is usually like one hundred and twenty percent. Yeah, that's why I know that that shows you how gloomy the apps are yeah right. but it would be a lot different if like the jets game or the chargers game or the, like there was like three or four games that like could have gone the other way it would feel a lot different at four and four right now i mean jamar's had these couple big games here which has helped uh if not we could have saw a dip possibly in jamar chase there's a possible dip on jonathan taylor right now when we're talking mm-hmm. like we're looking at top five uh dynasty startup players you know like because i know i got some stuff people are like oh you still have tyree kill in your Top ten, like what? Are you, he's he's older. I'm like, yeah, it's Tyreek Hill, man. Now he's, he's on pace for two thousand yards. I got him for a first round pick. Is it? Is it the twenty three first before the season starts? Is it four games? He's gone over hundred and sixty. Correct. This season so far, yeah, correct. And how many? Eight weeks we've had so far. Right? Every, Every other week, nine hundred ninety seven yeah. yards. Just, I'm just checking. Just checking. Unreal yeah. production. Yeah. Unreal. Jalen Waddle's got the fifth most receiving yards yeah. in there. And we were worried, like, how's this going to affect Jalen Waddle? Is this a dip? No, he's still too good. No, they're just going to go scorched earth, nuclear, whatever whatever word you want to use. They're incredible right now. What do you think? Like, I have to look. I, I know I moved Jalen Waddle up too. But do you think Jalen Waddle? Obviously, if you have Jalen Waddle on your dynasty roster, this is not an actual statement because you wouldn't trade him for the world. Sure. But you think, like, outside, like, people don't. You think Waddle's undervalued in dynasty? Like, do you think, or this way, undervalued at this point. Like in a startup? Should he be on the same, should he be in the same tier with Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase? I know that's crazy to sound, but should Jalen Waddell be, with the youth being only 22, 20 years old, should he be in the same tier as Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? He's 23, Jalen Waddell. He's going to be 24 in November, just to let you know. Oh, never mind. He's old. (laughs) (laughs) Sign him up for ARP. Justin Jefferson is younger than him. Interesting. Well, that makes definitely sense. But I'll, I mean, okay, let me put a different one then. J- Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, definitely the one, 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 two. Correct. What other receiver right now in Dynasty would you take over Jalen Waddle? That, that that's a good question because I think it's 
been somewhat ambiguous since the beginning of the season. Guys have moved like up and down inside that list, but there's a there's like 12 players that you could argue anywhere from like 3 to 15. It's it's really, really interesting because some of them are a little bit on the older side, but they're producing right now like Tyreek Hill. Yep. Some of them are younger players that we've seen glimpses, but not consistency like CeeDee Lamb, Michael Pittman Jr., guys like that. So, But like no one's really taking the bull by the horns. And then there's guys like A.J. Brown going berserk this berserk, past week. Yeah. But there's been also up and ups and downs with him he's, this year He's as had well. some, some weeks where it's been a little... Yeah. Little trickier, so yep. yeah, that's that's been the tough part. Is that that range right now is a fantastic range if you can get in at wide receiver eleven, but having to buy the wide receiver three is pretty expensive. So is there another like? Would you take so those receivers you named that he named Matt, Ceedee Lamb, AJ Brown, and Michael Pittman Jr. Would you take any of them in a startup over Jalen Waddle? <laughs> I think I'd take AJ. I think AJ Brown w- would be the guy that out of that list. You know, CD Lamb played pretty well this week too. He did he had a good and week he this and week. he's starting to look a lot better with, with you know with Dak in the lineup. Also, I think he doesn't bring as much juice obviously as Jalen Waddle, but he also doesn't have as much competition. as much competition for the for the targets either. So they're interesting cases. I think Waddle is probably more uh, you know obviously more explosive than than uh, CD Lamb. So. But A.J. Brown, to me, is just bigger, stronger, tougher, faster than than most other wide receivers. Like, no one else has that kind of body. You could make a, a very similar argument that, that Jalen Waddell, there aren't any, you know, other than the guy that's on his team that's probably faster and, sure. than him. There's not a lot of guys that are like Jalen Waddell as well. So I think both those guys are unique. But I would – Give the slight edge to AJ Brown, but it's not like a big leap. What about what about Debo? Is the other guy that like could be in that group that we hadn't mentioned? Debo could be in that in that group. The two year difference on age there that him being twenty six and be mm-hmm. twenty seven is a, a and, enough to slightly down. And his injury there. history, I think, sure. has to come into play a little bit as yeah. well. Um, you know, it's always it always is little things here and there with him, and he had the one huge year, obviously, last year. But you know, again, this year I feel like it's a little bit little bumps and bruises, and what is it, a hamstring that he's out with now? I think it yeah. is hamstring. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's nothing ever. It's not re- really major things, but he is he does have a tendency to miss one or two or four games a, a year. And, and on top like. of that, you know, I mentioned some of the older players. We didn't even mention Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup, who are both playing fantastic right. every single week. Yeah, yeah but the, but the they're older. There, they you know, it's, again, it's I'm talking tough. about startup. I'm not talking about like for this year. I'm talking about like a startup. I know, but, but Diggs and Waddle would be close in a startup for me. See, not for me. It'd be, no, no. I mean, I love Diggs, but I for my first round pick, like I want. The talent and the youth. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I'd be willing to give up, you know, a player that's going to outproduce my player on a point per, per game basis by one or two points, like not mm-hmm. much, for four more years of production. You know what sure. I mean? So, I'm going to do, because I'm going to do a deep dive. If I can't get in tonight, because again, I was at the Monday night game last night, so I don't know how late I stay up tonight, <clears throat> but definitely tomorrow I'm going to do a deep dive in my dynasty rankings with all these trades and everything. Yep. And I think I'm going to bump. Jalen Waddle to my number three overall player ahead of Jonathan Taylor. I think I'm gonna bump him there. Oh, in one QB rankings? In one QB rankings. I think I'm gonna wow. move Jalen Waddle by number three overall. And I think I'm gonna bump JJ Brown ahead of Jonathan Taylor as well. JJ Brown. What about his brother AJ? Uh I think I got MJ Brown ahead of him. Okay. And then <laughs> that makes um, sense. No, that yeah, does make sense. He's a smooth criminal, so <laughs> I gotta make sure he gets in there. But you know what I mean? I mean, these are like with offset of Tyreek Hill, somebody had that that explosive and just mm-hmm. 
imagine if Tyreek Hill wasn't on that roster. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. he would be doing. So it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic we have in Dynasty. It's been a really weird year. Uh, I know Jonathan Taylor's been uh, banged up, and that goes back to the consistent. It goes back to consistency we've seen out the history of fantasy football. It does it the running back position, no matter how talented you are, no matter how good you are and how young you are, it's always going to be the most fluid position because yep. it's too easy to get banged up. It's too easy to lose. Again, one year of your one year that you can lose could be a sixth of your total overall value. You know what I mean, sure. like that's a massive loss when you're talking about almost 20%, 15% of your overall value history value losing 15% immediately like that. So, I, I, I'm going right back to, because it's hard for me to even move those running backs up by dynasty rankings to be a first-round grade, where I've consistently, over the last 18 years I've been playing dynasty, valued those young receivers in the first round no matter mm-hmm. what. Even when you got Jonathan Taylor like looking me in the face, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, Jonathan Taylor's nice, but like, would I rather have CeeDee Lamb or would I rather have A.J. Brown where, mm-hmm. you know, six months ago, taking A.J. Brown ahead of Jonathan Taylor wasn't even a possibility. Sure. And now, if it was a startup, I would take A.J. Brown ahead of Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I get it because you get so many more years. They're, you know, they are very consistent. But you have to look at the other side of the coin, though. I mean, you know, like there, there's only so many of these running backs that are going to produce. So in a startup, you have to get them somewhere, or, or you're going to be scrambling uh, later sure. on in the draft. So it is, it is a little bit. Uh, you got to kind of juggle those those questions in your brain as to whether or not you take the the young stud and have him for extra years or. You take the running back there and hope another wide receiver slides because there are so many wide receivers. And, and that that's where the rub is because, yeah. you know, you could easily wait a few rounds and say, okay, I'm going to then take, you know, Chris Olave and I'm going to take Terry McLaurin and mm-hmm. I'm going to take, no, you know, guys like no, that no, that, no, are, that are good players. No, 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 <laughs> On the flip side. No. I'm, I'm arguing no, for you now, Rich. No. This guy's it's, the worst. It's not something I do. I go I go wide receiver as well. I do as well. But there are plenty of people that go the opposite way and don't want to struggle and don't want to um, have to be like every week trying to figure out who the heck they're going to be playing at the running back position. And that's what you sometimes end up with you if just, you go too heavy with the wide receivers early. And you have to be prepared for, and not that this is a true like zero RB strategy, but you have to be prepared thinking ahead in your rounds seven, eight, you know, seven through mm-hmm. 12 to really, okay, what players at the running back position can I target that right now maybe don't have a ton of value, but they're an injury away or they're a coaching switch away or they're, you know, guys like this year would have been Khalil Herbert, Ramondre Stevenson, like those types of players can you target in those later rounds? Because then that, then you get the most best of both worlds. Doesn't always work out that way and doesn't right. always work out that easily. But that's what you have to be prepared to do if you're going to go heavy wide receiver early. Yeah, and that's always my way to go. You know, I'm finding some of those veterans like there because I know a draft strategy and trade for running backs later. Like you get Derrick Henry, probably who knows how late Derrick Henry's going now with mm-hmm. with his age. You know, you're saying, oh, you can take Jonathan Taylor and then flip side it and go like, oh, Chris Olave. Well, I'd rather go Jalen Waddle than flip side and take Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler. You know, like on the opposite side. Sure. So that's the way I would personally like to go. But just. I, I just, the point of it was like one was Jalen Waddle. Like how I wonder where you guys valued him mm-hmm. overall as a dynasty. Because I'm gonna move up to my third overall dynasty player, which is it's pretty high. That's regards. significant. It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like I think I'm just I think I'm I'm just slowly. I've always been that way. I haven't had many running backs to hide. Just going right back to that. You know what? If I'm in the first round, 
I don't care what running back's there. I mean, yes, Jonathan Taylor's nice. And I, to be fair, if Bijan and Brees Hall, if Bijan was there, he'd be in the first round. If Brees Hall didn't get healthy, he'd still kind of be there. But when, when, when those guys go, all it does is push more guys back. Like, sure. I'd rather start my draft with, like, say I had, like, the fifth or sixth pick with, like, Michael Pittman Jr. and Mark Andrews, and then figure out the running back position like later. That's how the way I usually like to go. That's, it's hard to put those guys out. For the record, that's how I do it most I, I of the time I think as also. a podcast, that's yeah. typically how yeah, we yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, another guy that might slowly be sneaking back in there. We're like way off the rails as far as like what we're supposed to be talking about. I, I wanted to bring it back because yeah. I, I have a question about the Jamar Chase stuff. So before we move on, go ahead. Yeah. But uh, another guy that might be sneaking back into that like early of the first round conversation, Kyle Pitts. He's been playing pretty well lately. Mm-hmm. Little bit targeted a little bit heavier. Lately, like, like last two just, weeks. Just this past <laughs> two weeks. Just this past game. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's done well the he past had, two weeks. He had 20-something points in PBR this, right. this past week. So That's yeah. right. Um, but before we move on to the next injury, T. Higgins. I just want to – where do you guys – where are you guys falling? I mean, after this one game where he didn't look great, but the whole Bengals team didn't look great. Yeah. Is this like – are you seeing this as kind of a buying window for T. Higgins because maybe somebody thinks, oh, crap, maybe he can't do it if without If it opened Jamar. up any sort of window, I would absolutely buy. I still have him – dynasty wise right on the fringe of like a wide receiver one me too i just wanted to so. get i i feel the same way if there's any sort of window opening up for because of this one bad week go in there and get him that's the way i feel about it he's yep, not 100%. sliding down my board at all nope. i think this was just a, an off week at and, all for all and an off week that he still scored a touchdown right absolutely yeah, and it's a, it's a way to play dynasty people will look at you and say god man you know i heard like rich th- constantly throw me these like crazy offers like constant like Oh wow, T Higgins had one bad week and now he's offering me like just a 23 first, right? Like, what is he insane? Which is fair. Like, cause if I got the same offer, I'm like, what is he insane? Denied <laughs> terrible trade offer, yeah. you know, blah, blah. But as a dynasty owner, manager, you should be doing it every single time. Because guess what? If you do it a hundred times, one time people are gonna be yes, say yes, and yes. Cause I send those trades out all the time, and yes, I get rejected. No harm, no foul. I don't have to find with that. But every so often, every blue moon, because it's a blue moon, you wake up or you see, oh, trade accepted. You're like, oh, it worked. Yes. Because you never know where people get worried or frustrated or, you know, something can happen where like, yeah, T Higgins doesn't do anything. And then it has nothing to do even do with T Higgins. Then all of a sudden Jamar Chase got hurt or say Brees Hall tears his knee the same week. He's like, you know what? I'm just selling everything. I'm blowing this up. I it's all garbage. You know, right. it, it have nothing to do with the offer that you put in. Yes, he had a bad game, but it's a bad game on top of the injury, the knee injury. And other people get hurt, and they're like, you know what? I'm just blowing it up. And they see that you're the first one to come in the first, and they said accept. So, as a dynasty player, you should be doing that consistently. So, if T Higgins, you have a feel, you feel like he has a slight dip. Does have any kind of window? Right. You should 100 percent right. be throwing offers in your league because then what they sometimes what happens as well they don't accept it. They counter with an offer that you're like, oh, I would easily accept that too. And if you're like, oh, I'm going to try and get a little bit more, and you're like, I would have gave a lot more. So. <laughs> right, right. You might be getting, you might have given a low ball, but it's still, whatever they come back with is still very acceptable yeah. or less than you would have paid at your top mark anyways. Mm-hmm. It's it's a way yep. to play. It's, it's how you play the game. You're you're basically in constant negotiations. You know, I've been in negotiations with somebody in the league for the last two days about a player. And we keep going back and forth, and I've been almost close to hit the accept button, and I'm like, ah, I don't even know this guy's even a start for me. You know what I mean? Like, right. to give up this capital. Like, I don't even know if he's even a start on mm-hmm. my team. And you negotiate, and you go, like, we're close, we're close, and all of a sudden you're just like, nah, you know what? I'm just out altogether. Another part of the game, you know? But, like, 
that's it's why we play the game. You know, like trading's the drafting and trading's one of the biggest parts about dynasty. Send your lineups and play in that way. It's it, it's fun and all, but like the negotiating, right. trading draft picks, trying to build this team is is a great part of the game. So you should constantly be in negotiations. T Higgins Absolutely. window for Matt. Open it up. All right. Kick it, open, take it. Kick it in. Yeah, we had a, we had a few other guys get hurt. Uh, Cooper Cup ankle injury uh, during the game. Looks like he's still likely to play. Uh, so not a ton to worry about there. Same thing with Debo Samuel. Debo did, in fact, miss the game this week. But it looks like he is on track to play this week. So two big-name receivers. Obviously, Jamar Chase was the biggest one with the amount of time he's going to miss. But the other two guys looking like they're going to be okay. Uh, Devontae Parker, though, his knee injury looks like it could be a tad bit more serious. Uh, I haven't heard the official injury diagnosis yet on Devontae Parker. Have you guys heard any news on his his knee? It's a knee. It is a history knee. of suckness. <laughs> it's a knee injury, and that's what it is. That's all we're going to hear ever. Yeah, it's Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick, man. We're not going to yeah. hear anything. We're going to take it day by day. Yeah, I mean. On to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. He went to college at Louisville. <laughs> He's got an 80, 81 inch wingspan. <laughs> He never really panned out. Yeah, it's, He's actually been playing okay for the Patriots. He has been, but uh, what are the fantasy implications of him being out? Other guys getting the ball, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's nothing. I mean, no one's really starting this guy. Uh, Speak for yourself. <laughs> Any, a couple teams. Actually, you started him against me. <laughs> literally yesterday. Unbelievable. Look at this guy. Who's starting him? You literally started him against me in a matchup that I'm, you lost. I'm going to get a name tag that says, hello, my <laughs> name is nobody. <laughs> Liar, liar. Who's well, really starting this guy? Well, me <laughs> on a losing team. <laughs> I lost. 48 hours ago. <laughs> and I had no choice. I don't know if you saw the rest of my lineup, but it was a no choice situation. I started Devontae Parker in the league this week as well. <laughs> I did too. Was it also? Everyone's starting Devontae Parker if they have to. And they were all no choice situations, right? You for, had for no choice. Part, yeah. You had no choice. Well, I had no choice. We're seeing, we're seeing how many injuries are affecting these teams. This, this is Laquan Treadwell all over again last year. Oh my god! But it was like, Who's starting Laquan Dreadwell? And then you literally had to send out like shirts. I was like, <laughs> if you listen last year, I put a tweet out there. I'm like, if Laquan Treadwell wins you a championship, or no, I will wins send you, you a, it was a game. It was just it was a game. No, it wasn't it was a championship. No, it was, was a championship. Okay. It was for a championship. I was like, if he wins you the championship, you and you screenshot that you won a championship because you had Laquan Treadwell. I will send you a shirt. I sent out like 22 shirts. I swear it was only just a game. Like that's how big of a deal it was. And no, it was a chip. Right. Yeah, but he had like a three or four week stretch where he, he was did. putting up like 14, 18, 20, 13. Sometimes like. I forget how many people listen to the show. I feel like it's just the three of us talking to each other. Yeah. So it's really easy to forget like the tens of thousands of people are out there like listening. And you're like, oh yeah, uh, I guess the odds are. This has big implications. I long for those Lacan Treadwell uh, production weeks because like I like, like we were just talking about, I had Devontae Parker in just my lineup Just signed to the week. Arizona Cardinals practice squad. Did he really? Yes, he did. Tell no, me there's a chance. Soon to be on the field. One step closer to knocking on the field mm -hmm. because Marquise Brown will probably be back soon enough. Any more injuries? Uh, last couple, not, not of huge consequence. Mark Ingram, knee injury, likely to miss a couple weeks. Just means more work for for Alvin Kamara. Not a big deal unless you're starting him like me. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why are you guys talking about my starting lineup? Uh, last one, Christian Watson concussion. Uh, he's he's day to day. He might end up playing this week if a tree falls in the wood, but but no one's there to hear it or see it. Did it make a noise? Like what's going on with this guy? Right I was gonna now? say odds of Christian Watson being the bust of this class. Yeah, over under 
A hundred percent. I guess I have to take the under. I guess I have to because there is no over. Oh, I'm sorry. No under to take. I'm sorry. Over under. Ninety six percent. Okay, that's tough. That didn't work. That, that's no, a, it's tough. That's, that's a, good a line. that's a good line. That, that's a sign uh, of a good line. Uh, well, and and that's the that's the reason that this is interesting because no one on the Packers receiving core has emerged. Like all of these guys are still relevant because no one's become relevant. Yeah. So you're kind of waiting for that one play. I mean, I guess we can say Alan Lazard somewhat broke out, but he keeps it, getting injured. He keeps getting injured too. So if yeah. he would stay healthy, I think he would be the guy that kind of establishes himself. But yeah, he just hasn't. It's 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 a mess. I'm shocked they didn't end up making some sort of move at the deadline. They offered a second for uh, Claypool. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, they did. Interesting, because that's what he went it, for. It's reported. Yeah, yeah. Because it, well, it's just it was. That's the why it was Chicago's originally. Second, well, the huh? Bears, I, the Bears end up giving their second. Right. They had the Ravens second. Yeah. And they end up. People were real shocked. Like, why did give our second? Turns had, out, had had to, the Packers had offered their second, and they took. So it took the bear a second to get to him. That makes sense. Yeah. So but there, there had to have been for the right price. There had to have been a couple other receivers that could have been had. Um, so I, I heard, I'm surprised. Uh, I heard they checked in on Brandon cooks and it was $18 million guaranteed next year. That really turned everybody off about Brandon cooks. It was 18 million, the, the which contract. makes sense. And it goes back to show that Brown trade that they made this summer was the one of the greatest trades, scandal ever. trades of all time. Gave a fifth for Amari Cooper, yep. a wide receiver one. That the contract really isn't even that bad. They gave a fifth. Well, now it's not. No, they gave a. It fifth. wasn't even at the time that bad. It was kind of bad. It was kind of bad. It, it got it got way better once Christian Kirk sure. did his thing. Absolutely. But even then, I mean, compared to what we were seeing, the market trending towards. Whew, Don't forget, steal the century. They gave a fifth and got Cooper back, and a six. Oh jeez. It was a money dump. I mean, that's all that was I for know. for Dallas. And then. And they, then I they, bet they'd really like to have. And him then right they inquired now. about uh, Brandon Cooks, who makes eighteen million dollars a year. But they'd love to have a Mark Cooper right now. Had to be more than money. Had to be something else going on. I told you it was there was there was part part of the uh, Jerry Jones was trying to get rid of dudes on the team that didn't get the COVID vaccine and like missed time because of it. Oh, last that's year. right. You were talking about that. Uh, that he was, was one of those guys. Yeah, that was one of them. Yep. Uh, Jerry, silly Jerry. Jerry's old. He is. He's like eighty seven. Just turned like eighty. That's good. That's why I wanted everyone to get the COVID vaccine. Don't kill me. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Don't kill me. Care these old, some of these older owners, they're taking on their team. Um, all right. That's all the injuries, right? That's it. That's it for the injuries. So we have the, uh, what do you want to talk here? You want to talk trades here? You want to talk yeah, the trades? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get into some of the trades. Uh, we, we originally were going to be talking a lot about the quarterback position. Before we but do we're going to save that. Before we do that, before we get into trades, how about so we can just get right into it? How about you give uh, tell people about our friends at Prediction Strike yeah, first? And absolutely. then we'll get into all these trades. All right. Uh, yeah. Guys, I'm thinking about different players that I wish that I would have had stocks of. Uh, and when I say stocks, I'm talking just like the stock market. That's what you get to do at Prediction Strike. You get stocks of different players. Guess which stock is finally going up for me? Tesla. Uh, on Prediction Strike. On Prediction Strike. Huh? <laughs> Who? What? Oh. DJ Moore. Remember all that DJ Moore about in the offseason? Even when he took his helmet off? It's still going up, still baby. Going it's up. Still going up. He had like twenty-seven points this week or yeah. something. It was one hundred and sixty yards or something crazy. He like went. That. He went. Not, well, he went. went a fifty-eight yard touchdown. But he was still having a good game a nice before that. Seventeen-point boost right there. Yes. Twelve-point boost. He was still having a good game. He before was having that, a good though. game. Yeah. Uh, but those stocks are finally going up. But you you get to watch these players because we're all invested in these guys from a fantasy perspective. But sometimes there's players that as much as you try to trade for them, 
You just can't get him on your team. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating. Rich, I know that you said like you are always trying to get Justin Jefferson and you've liked him, but you've never been able to get him on your team. Well, you could get him on prediction strike. That's the fun part is it, everyone is available to you. Everyone is open to you. You can go ahead, buy stocks, buy and sell just like you would the stock market. And you know what? You can get a free share of a player if you use the promo code dynasty. So go to prediction strike even better yet. Go to their app. It's wonderful. Use uh, promo code Dynasty and get a free share of a player. I'm in 20 Dynasty leagues. Will somebody out there please trade me Justin Jefferson? I speak for everyone that owns Justin Jefferson. No. No. Unbelievable. We can't get. I was even like Jonathan Taylor. We will not. In the offseason, trying to get Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. People are still saying no. My shares of Justin Jefferson will go nowhere. If I go back in time in my time machine that's currently out of gas, um, (laughs) if I go back in time, no, no, no. I'd offer like Justin, Jonathan Taylor, and my first to get Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. And that would have got it done, I bet. It probably would have. Matt, you say you say those shares are untouchable, but everyone has a price. What would the price be if someone, let's say you're like a middle-of-the-road team, what would the price be to get Justin Jefferson off your team? Five first-round draft picks. Really? So I came. I come in with four, two of them being top five, and you're like, nah. Nope. Wow. Deuces. What if I offered you Marvin Harrison Jr.? Ooh. In a, se- in a <laughs> done second. and done. You can't, you can't, you can't offer that to me. If I was in a Debbie league, league, you can. <laughs> I have him on a couple teams too. If I was in a Debbie league, I'd offer whatever it took to get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Everything. Whatever it took. He's, he's a very impressive player. He's about to be Dude, fantastic. We were talking about this uh, actually off the show. If you are in a league. 2024. 20, like we're talking 2023, but 2024 <laughs> with Travian Henderson, Marvin Harrison Jr. Just Buckeyes alone. You don't even have to worry about the other teams. Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, Jackson Smith in, in Jigbook could come back because of this injury. He, he could. I think, he'll, I think he'll think come think out because he's going to be a top three receiver on the draft still. Yeah. But he, he could. I yeah. mean, it's possible. We've seen guys do that. Travis Etienne did that a couple sure. of years ago where we're like, oh, yeah, he's coming out. And he, nah, just kidding. Chris Olave did it last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. You want that 2024 1-1. He's looking good. He's uh, already just bulletproof prospect for me. Bulletproof. He's going to be, he is going to be unbelievable. He might break our nerd score. He's going to be unbelievable. Like immediately, almost, I think coming out of the draft, I think it depends where he goes, but like top 15 startup is rookie year. Size, speed, pedigree, hands. I felt really wide receiver about, you. I felt really good about Corey Davis coming out like that. that out, too, route running. Really <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have a Hall of Fame dad and go to yeah, a, or speak an amazing yeah, yeah. Big so, school. All right, let's talk about some of these trades, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, one that kicked that off uh, earlier in the day, TJ, a surprise one. In division. In division. TJ Hawkins Never goes see to that. The, oh. the, the Vikings for almost nothing. Like, they just basically traded down a couple spots. It was, a, it was TJ Hawkinson and a two-fourths, right, in, in consecutive years for a second and a third, right? Yeah. I didn't, basically I didn't miss anything, it, right? I, I, I listened to Tom Pelissero talk about it. He's like, basically, there's a lot of, like, little moving parts in here. Basically, what it came down to is when you look at the value chart, it basically came to TJ Hawkinson for a second-round pick is basically what it leveled out to once all the dust settles. Pretty much, yeah. And, and I mean, that obviously speaks to the fact that they weren't going to pay this guy, right? right. He's going he's gonna to command big money just due to the fact that He's gonna be one of the. Is he gonna be the, one of the only tight ends that's kind of available next year? Uh, Mike Kosicki. Mike Kosicki. 
So those two guys. Yeah. Well, he's oh, he's, and, he's, no, and, and Dalton Schultz, actually. So gosh, Hawkinson's still in a contract next year for nine million. Oh, yeah, he has one more year. Yeah, he's a, they got him for ten, two years, a year and a half for 10 million. Is next year his fifth year option, he's, then? He's owed like 9.3 million. Okay, actually. all right. Yeah. Maybe that's what it um, is. Obviously, a different regime drafted him, but he was still a top 10 pick. You know, Eric Ebron, TJ Hawkinson. How'd that work out, Detroit? Kyle, Kyle Pitts? Next. Don't put that jinx on that guy. <laughs> um, Up 10 tight ends. Uh-oh. I mean, you, that's, oh, that's a bad business right there. That's not That's not good business. I mean, and Hawkinson's 25. Still ways to go. I mean, not like a prolific blocker by any means, but mm-hmm. still athletic enough. Doesn't do a lot with the ball in his hands, but still a, a very talented tight end. Is it worrisome at all that a, a head coach that used to be a tight end got rid of this tight end? I don't think it was the head coach that did it. I think it was the GM that did it. I think he has to sign off on a deal like that, don't you think? Like, yeah, I'm good with that. You, you would think. I, I, I mean, I think it also just speaks to the fact that they're one and six, and their concern isn't really with their offense. Their offense is playing well overall. They're they have just a billion holes on the defensive side of the football. It's it's basically they have Aiden Hutchinson, who's a good defensive line player, and they have Jeff Okuda uh, at corner, and then everything else is like up for yeah. grabs. So I, I think that's more what it came down to is. I don't think that they thought that they would be able to sign him to what he's worth in a couple years. And they would rather just have the second round capital to invest into the defensive line linebackers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's playing good enough. I mean, right now he's got, he's averaging 1.87 yards per route, which is like top five. I think it's fifth best amongst all tight ends. Uh, they obviously lose Irvin Smith, Jr. Minnesota eight for to 10, eight games, to 10 yeah. weeks. He's going on IR there. Uh, that oh, guy, man, can't stay healthy. Can't yeah, he healthy. just cannot stay healthy. He'll be a free agent next year. So he's going to Minnesota, pairing up with Kirk Cousins, uh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. So the middle field should be open for him here. It should be pretty mm-hmm. exciting. Kevin O'Connell, a very exciting offensive coordinator up there for Minnesota, doing right. good things there. They're 6-1, and one, obviously, there. So for me, I think it's a good fit for Hawkinson. They gave up a second-round pick for him, so their intent is probably to see what they have and then sign him long-term uh, there as well to, you know, I'm feeling 32, 33, so he's not going to be there much longer at all. And on the opposite side, this opens up things for Detroit. Like, if you have Josh Reynolds, mm-hmm. this is a nice maintained boost for a guy like Josh Reynolds. And if you're looking for a tight end to offset Josh Reynolds, there's two guys here to really look at, right? One was uh, Brock Wright, who, when Hawkinson went down last year, he was, like, their lead leader there at the tight end position. But he didn't really, like, show a lot, uh, Brock Wright. The exciting guy to uh, really look into, I put a claim in every league I'm in. I picked up in one where we don't have waiver wire claims is James Mitchell. The fifth round pick this year, rookie out of Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Uh, Had the knee injury, Mm -hmm. but a big uh, tight end, really good with the ball in his Mm -hmm. hands. Yards after catch is actually his, probably his best attribute, I would Mm say. Uh, Some of that are kind of high on. And where they're at now there's no need to keep seeing what you really have in Brock, right? This is a good chance to get the rookie uh, James Mitchell involved. So not saying, you know, this is guaranteed, but a good waiver wire pickup right now in your leagues to check out for. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And their beat writers are saying that as well, right? Like that that's the guy that they're going to get a good look at is, is uh, the Mitchell, James Mitchell, the, the rookie. So he's the guy that has upside. Like you were saying, I mean, I'm not going to beat that to death. So he's targets he's have to guy, go somewhere. Right? It's not absolutely. like I'm on Rod St. Brown's getting any more targets, right? Like it's, 
how many more targets he's going to get. You would think, but who knows? I mean, he's the only one. Jameson, seen, Jameson will be coming back at some point as well. Jameson Williams. Dude, no, they said he's not close. Yeah. Seriously? We said yeah, Dan Campbell. Week. When did that come out? Dan Campbell last, last week. Last week said I'm, it's going to be a while still. Because literally I was on the that. podcast, I was like, Jameson Williams got to come out soon. And literally that next day, Dan Campbell's like, yeah, we're hoping to get him back this year, but he's not close still. Uh, and at mm. this point, what's their motivation? Yeah. You know they're, what I mean? crappy no team. Yeah. Uh, the only thing they I would say is like, maybe like a game or two at the end of the year just to like get them acclimated to the NFL. But, but I don't think they're going to rush them back in the least. I think they're going to be overly because same thing with Deandre Swift. They came out today and uh, Dan Campbell was like, we, we gave, we gave Deandre Swift too many carries this week. He wasn't ready. So they're wanting to be cautious with these players. And I get it. If you're not going to, I mean, if you're not going to win this year, why risk injury to, you know your 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 core. star young players. Yeah, your core. Your so young guys. so right. yeah, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna ratchet it down for him. So it's it's truly going to be Amon. It's going to be the Amon Ross show now because if Swift's getting less touches right. and and Hawkinson's gone, it's going to be Amon Ra. And then you'll have Jamal. here and there. You'll have DJ Chark. You'll have uh, uh, Josh, Reynolds, Josh Reynolds, and then Jamal Williams running the football. Yep. And I think that's what you're going to see for a bulk of the season. So don't you forget about Craig. Craig Reynolds. Yes, yep. that's right. But this, I think we've seen a, between injuries and like the fake concussion and all this stuff, uh, a dip, uh, quite a big dip in Amon Ross, Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown's value compared to where it was after week three and four. Oh, where yeah, he was going where he was nuts. Going nuts yeah. But I think it's normalized to where like this might be a good time if you can get him. If you want him, this would be the time to get him because he's probably going to be fed a ridiculous amount of targets for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens to Hawkinson. You know, like a team like the Lions that couldn't get in the red zone. Uh, the Vikings are consistently in the red zone. They're in the top tier for that. Uh, what does for Kirk Cousins? This might open in a super flex league. This might open up if you need a quarterback. Kirk Cousins might get another slight boost here because, I mean, the quarterbacks right now in the NFL are absolutely abysmal. So it's really going to affect your uh, super flex leagues. Maybe this helps out Kirk Cousins a ton, which it should. Uh, more red zone threat, another bigger weapon in the middle of the field to help him out as well. Should open a window to buy him. If you're a contender, uh, a super cheap option that you might throw a dart out is a guy like Josh Reynolds. Uh, you know, you call. I don't, do you have a sleeper by the week by chance? Uh, sleeper uh, platform out there. I, I, uh, I host do. your leagues on. Sleeper. Go ahead, I, I'll grab it. Go ahead. Um, you know, he's he's an interesting uh, ad there to get ad for real cheap as. A wide receiver for depth option to see how it goes. Yes, Jameson Williams will eventually come back, but he might have come back until the playoffs like are are done and gone there. So that's uh, Josh Reynolds. Somebody might be able to give you double digit points week in and week out. Definitely, I'm on Ross St. Brown still being banged up right now. The concussion going on. Uh, we, sometimes those can linger. Josh Reynolds is a guy I picked up in Scott Fishbowl uh, a few weeks back, and now he's finally going to kind of I think pay dividends now that now that there is a vacancy there at the tight end position. So uh, he's a guy that I'm at least somewhat counting on i mean scott fishbowl is i'm pretty thin at wide receiver so i don't have a lot of choices um but uh nice little ad i think hey, see see what you get out of him anyway going down the stretch I, I would have no problem giving like this sounds dumb but like i'd give a like fourth or a, fifth round draft pick like two fourth for josh reynolds okay which is nothing no it, it really Absolutely is not. nothing. that might get it done because we were just happy to get the two fourths i mean if i had him on one of my squads that would get it done couple fourths sure why not i'll go find somebody else on the waiver wire um so yeah it, it, but it might he might actually produce down the stretch so it might be a worthwhile venture it's a worthwhile venture maybe just one fourth yeah all right uh real quick my sleeper buy of the week this is a uh contender 
buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some rebuild buys lately, uh, but I think a great contender buy right now because he's somebody that you can actually get. Sometimes, you know, you want to buy the big name players. Like I want to buy AJ Brown right now. I want to buy, you know, like you want to buy those exciting names and good luck. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> good you're, luck. You're going to pay for it. But yeah. somebody that you can actually acquire because they're, they're getting up there in years. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is my buy this week. Uh, part of it is he's finally getting healthy. He's finally getting back on the field. Um, and this was kind of a fluke. I mean, he has been playing in basically every single game uh, since 2017. So he's been really healthy for a long time. So I expect him to, to get it right. They took their time with this injury coming back. But now we also have Mike Williams that out. is injured yep. and out. So he's going to get funneled targets. I know Josh Palmer and uh, DeAndre Carter will like be involved, but it's always been Josh Allen and, and Keenan Allen. They or jo- Justin Herbert and uh, and Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen yep. They've always been in sync. They've always you know you're, you're always looking at a thousand plus yards, six to eight touchdowns. Like that's just what happens year in year out. Uh, it was looking like that was going to trend towards the same exact thing this year before the injury, and right now. Non-contending teams are thrilled to get him off their roster because he's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, that 30 years old tends to be that age where we start to see the, these receivers decline. So you might have this year and maybe one more year with Keenan Allen, but it's you're, you're, this isn't a long-term thing. So middle-of-the-road teams, rebuilding teams are happy to get them off their squad, but he could be a really, really valuable wide receiver too that might even give you low-end wide receiver one production that you're not going to have to pay that kind of price for. And I mean, he's finally 30, right? Like we felt like he was 30. For like <laughs> yeah, three, I think, four it was years. Bald. I think <laughs> that's what did it. <laughs> Could be. Um, but yeah, he is finally getting up there. So yeah, that's, a, that's a good little buy, man. It's sneaky because you know, with the injury, some people may have forgotten about him. Yep. So I feel nice. like, I feel like somebody still would hold out for, for like, I feel like if you're going to buy Keen Allen, it has to be like a player for player trade. Almost. Maybe. Like, I mean, but the fair time, you're, I mean, you're telling me like if you had Keenan on your team and you and like, I wouldn't you, take a second for him. I guess, man, I I don't know. Would you take two seconds? Yeah, would you take two from a contender? No, no. If you're not a contender, well, they're not gonna buy Keenan Allen. If you have Keenan two on your seconds, if you have Keenan Allen it on ha- your I, team, I would. It would you're not be, contending. You wouldn't take two seconds. I would. I, I would need a second in a player that I liked with the upside. Like I would need something on top, like Christian Watson. Okay, you know I mean, Here, here's a couple give recent. Me, give me trades. a second in Christian Watson. Which is Christian Allen or uh, Christian Kirk for well. Keenan Allen? I'd rather have Keenan Allen. Okay, like Christian Kirk. I think I'd rather have Christian Kirk because he's going to be around in two or three years. Is he on a contender? I'd rather have Keenan Allen. This, this on, a, on a contender, I think I think you'll probably get more bang for your buck. But yeah. in the long run, I think I'd rather have Kirk. Both yeah. runs because I feel like I trade Keenan Allen for more than Christian Kirk. They trade for Calvin Ridley today. Yeah, he's about to be the wide receiver too. Uh, speaking of two seconds, a twenty-three second and a twenty-five second for Keenan Allen. Yeah, I, listen, I guess two seconds is definitely fair. Uh, for Ke- twenty-four you know, like first, twenty-four first. Yeah. Oh, would yeah, you be on that? Oh, any first because that's well. No, I'm saying as a contender, would you give up your twenty-four first to get yeah. Keenan Allen? Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's the rough price range. I'd almost you know? honestly, if I was a contender, I would. I I feel like Keenan Allen's worth a late first. Like if I, that's what it costs me a late 23 first. Yeah, Hmm. I do. I mean, it's not like next year's receiving class is strong. So it's like, I would, I listen, if I'm a contender and it, like I would want, I wouldn't make that move now with it, with his, uh, it was a hamstring for Keenan, right? Right. Yeah. So I need to see him come back for a couple weeks. He did. He did come back for one game. 
and then they had their bye. You're right. You're right. He did. So I want to see how he plays like this week. Would you rather have him? Price I mean, isn't changing. Could you, could you get DeAndre Hopkins for that same price though? I don't think so. No. Not with how he's played the past two weeks. No. I would if rather he would have gone slow. Maybe. But. I would rather pay a first and a second for DeAndre Hopkins and one first for Keen Allen or two seconds for Keen Allen. And for the record, that really seems to be going rate is two seconds. I see two twenty three seconds here. This one's Kadarius Tony for Keenan Allen. So okay. I mean, he's he's so a I'm guy buying. that you can get. Yeah, as a contender, then I'm buying Keen Allen okay. for that price easily because that's two late seconds. I could give two craps about that. Yep. Um, I'd have no bro- I'd have no problem giving up a first and a second Tyler for Boyd. Andrew Hopkins if I was a contender. Uh, he's he's an outlier to me, so I feel like he's somebody that's going to uh, help my team for the next two to three years. Uh, that uh, at, at the way he looks, uh, definitely with all those PDDs in the system, he's probably healthy as could be. So yeah, uh, let's talk more trades, shall we? Goodbye the week, by the way. I like that. Definitely have S two seconds. That's really good value because I, I i'm in my head going oh you have to pay a first for keen allen which i wouldn't really want to do but if i was forced to but two seconds yeah or easily give Kadarius tony in a second or you know like that kind of stuff like um although he went straight up so it sounds like you wouldn't even have to give this did second. we talk about Kadarius tony to the chiefs we haven't gotten there yet we haven't no because it went yeah that happened on thursday it was definitely in between our last show and this show. Yeah, it was yeah. on Thursday because, yeah, I'm just because I talked about it on the Better Sports Network, but I did not talk about it. We okay. haven't talked about it on here, so that's true. We yeah, well, he got traded in Abercadabra. His hamstring's healthy. Yeah. Hey, wow. look at that. Weird. Yeah, check that guy for pets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Past the physical. Now he's, he's ready to go. They're going to ease go. him in. He yeah. is it's such, it's such an interesting – because once he got traded, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, what would you want for him? He's like, honestly, like it would be hard for me not – to just trade him for a first because there's so much upside. Like I just you like and I whole. talked about him on the Better Sports Network show. I was like, I thought I talked with him or w- with you about him. You were on BSN this week. Yeah, with it was. Me. We talked about it then. Okay, that's why I was like, I could have swore we talked about this, but we didn't. It's an interesting. It's an interesting scenario, right? Like right. what? Like what would you? What would you pay for Kadir's turn? I paid two seconds. I don't. I don't <sighs> know if it would get done. It wouldn't get done. But that's the most I pay. Because on the opposite end, like I'd want. I, we kind of came to the conclusion, I think, that he's basically a hold because he is. You're going to want a first for him, yeah. But I don't know with all of the red flags that anybody's willing to give a first. That's the thing, Andy Reid. He is willing to give people second chances, and sometimes it works out. It does. Sometimes it's Antonio Callaway, and you just never hear from him again. Correct. I forgot the guy was even existed. Yeah. So this could go either way, and and what did they give up for him? Was it? It was a it was, it was a, a third third so it's not like big time, I mean that's that's an okay pick, but the, they're likely to be picking at the back half of that you know back end of that third round anyway, and to them that that might not be that hard to recoup somewhere else down the road. Um, comp so, pick, yeah, it could be a comp that's, pick. If Eric Bieniemy gets a job, which he won't, that'd be a comp pick. Right, right. And the trades for Kadarius Tony are hilarious. Because they're all over the map. I can't even imagine. But that's like the per- when you said Keen Allen for Kadarius Tony. Like if I was a re like in rebuild mode, I want to offload him. That's a perfect move to make. Yeah. Like the, give me. I'm always I'll, just give me upside. If I miss, sure. I miss. My team already sucks. Right. You know right. What I mean, but if I hit, jackpot helps the process along. Yep, There's absolutely. a surprising amount of Kadarius Tony for seconds actually on here, hmm. uh, which I'm kind of surprised by. But then you have some ridiculous ones that are like. Uh, Kadarius Tony in a second for Tyreek Hill. And like, so you have like some of those where it's like, Wait, what? Right? That's... Kadarius Tony uh, and two seconds for Debo. Like, so you have like, 
it's all over like so, one second yeah. for Tony and then the others are like They're, premier receivers and some picks to I get guarantee those are like Chiefs fans that just you know like this is gonna work here I look at what Kateri Stoney t- did when he was next on the field Tyreek. you put the ball in his hands right. he's explosive his lateral agility his jump cuts are great this is great for you know with Pat Mahomes wild. sidearm it has to be right you would think, because so, like I said, the trades are there's not a consistent like. Oh yeah, he's roughly going for this. Like they are all over the map. So I guess throwing out offer out there if you th- if you believe Seeing in him at get. all. Yep, I'd pay a second low low ball an offer if it if it works it works if not no harm no foul. I, I would be willing to roll the dice on him for one second. One two, second. I, I would not do. I would not do a first because I it's just as first. likely to blow up in your face. And Absolutely. I would do. That's a that's a move I'd be willing to do even if I was like, say right now I was in like third from the bottom, right? So I was in third, like, what's that, tenth place mm-hmm. in my league? Um, so I was in tenth place, and it might right now look like my pick was gonna be two three in the twenty three class. So it's pretty appetizing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's enticing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd pay that for Kadarius Tony. I would not. I would. I would not if I was that, if I was that high up. I wouldn't. I feel like I feel like. I feel like him in New York t- was a problem. Tough. You know what I mean? Like, so like he obviously wasn't hurt in New York. So it was just, it was a clash, you know, new coach, him yeah. and him, butt heads. He came out of the college with that attitude adjustment, but now he's going to go to a situation. Sometimes, sometimes when you go to a situation and you have a coach like Andy Reed uh-huh. and you have a quarterback like Pat Mahomes, that's enough to get those kind of players sure. like in line. You know what I mean? Like, it is the, sometimes. The fault. Cause like okay. Andy Reed, like you're not going to talk to Andy Reed probably like, no, just uh, table's a great coach, but it's different talking to Super Bowl winning Andy Reid and MVP Pat Mahomes than it is with Daniel Jones and Brian Dable. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I think, and there's times where we we were, we like Kadarius Tony. We put on tape and mm-hmm. we put on NFL tape. So I, I really like Kadarius Tony, the athlete, the player. Yeah, I, th- sure. I, I think I'd be okay with paying with that two three. Mm. Tony in a fourth, and you get Drake London. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there's there. There's so a lot of crazy values for this guy. It's all over yeah. the map, guys. Yep. Uh, another big receiver got traded today, uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears. They gave up their second-round pick, which is going to be a, probably a decent pick there, too. Right. That was When I saw that go through, that's a, I was like, that's a lot. So, I mean, that really helps out Justin Fields, who desperately Huge. needs that big-body receiver, that, that goal receiver. Because Darnell Mooney, we've said this since he blew up. Like, he's just a complimentary receiver. Like, and now he can play that role of the number two. Yeah. Yep. Very solid. Like, very Absolutely. solid. If he's my wide receiver three, like, I'm okay with it. I don't love it. But maybe the same. If anything, a better talent helps Darnell Mooney. Like, sure. it helps. Because he's not a number one receiver in the NFL. Uh, maybe this helps Cole Komet uh, a little bit, too, sure. open the field. But they paid him. They're going to – this is – you'd have to imagine, like, this is going to work out where they're going to extend him. Oh, you'd have to if you're going to give a second round a pick. second round draft pick for a, a player on the last year of his deal. Yes, you you got to expect that there's going to be some sort of extension coming down the road. And beyond that, though, I love the player fit with Justin Fields. I think you were kind of alluding to that, but uh, Justin Fields has always thrown a beautiful deep ball, mm-hmm. and and Claypool is a is a guy that you can you know chuck a chuck it downfield to anyway. Um, and he's around six four. I mean, he's not maybe the best high point type of guy, but um, he is a big body that can get And he's down. a good athlete. And he's a very good athlete. Yep, he can get well, downfield. And it's interesting. We were originally one of the, the talking points tonight before the trade deadline, and we had, because I anticipated one trade for like, you know, a, a third down running back, and that was going to be about it, and we ended up having a lot more. But one of the talking points was going to be on Justin Fields, who's been surprisingly good for fantasy, especially as of late. Past three games, seventh, 
fifth and third overall in quarterback scoring. So he's putting up points. I know it's a little more with his legs. Yeah. Does, points are points. Points are points, and they're you know they're they're starting to play a little bit better, and they're putting a little bit more on, a little bit more on. I talked about this earlier in the year, and I feel like yep, they're kind of it's hundred percent what they're doing, doing it. Yep. and they're winning enough games too to get you out of that scary range of, well, what if they were yeah. to you know now now it's not even really as much of a question because they're they're in that safe safe range. Yeah, it helps a lot. It's gonna be. I'm I'm very interested about this trade because it's intrigues me. There's a lot to give up. I mean. And, you know, in Pittsburgh, where Claypool is playing, like they're playing in the slot. Like he's not a slot receiver. Uh, you know, move him onto the outside here. So that that's interesting. That intrigues me. Like, okay, was he being misplayed there in Pittsburgh? Because you have George Pickens, you have Deontay Johnson. That's that's a given, right? He's going to go to Chicago, where who desperately needs a receiver. I would have loved to see him go. And oh God, I would have loved to see him go to the Packers chase Claypool. That would have been nice. Yeah, that, that's almost worth like a late first to gamble on because. Of, of the deep ball at Rogers. Cl- Claypool's basically who they were hoping Christian Watson would be. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, they're mm-hmm. very similar style players. So we'll see that. We'll see where it goes. Still, it's only 25 years old from a, from a, a pick standpoint. What are you looking at Claypool? Like is it, okay. Rewind it. Are you even interested in gambling on this parent, this new marriage? Are you even interested in throwing offers out there for Claypool? I know I'm not, uh, interested but like if somebody approached me like hey i'll give you claypool for example matt i'll give you chase claypool i know you're trying to compete this year uh give me your second i'll give you claypool <sighs> so say anywhere from two nine to two twelve because yeah. i'd be real hesitant to do that i'm very i'm very hesitant he's just been a very up and down type of weekend and week out not sure what you're going to get out of him and i don't know that this offense is at least this year going to blossom enough where it's going to be a consistent thing from him. Um, so if I'm a contender, I'm not sure I'm, I'm going out to get him. Um, I would, I think I'd rather go different routes. No, Other guys that we we're talking this about. This is in your mail. This is, you don't even go out to get him. It just shows up. Like this guy has Claypool. He puts in every, everybody's in the league's inbox. Like he sends trades offers. Everybody second, you, second, second. Claypool. You, yeah. You get out the show. You see in your inbox. Hey, uh, rich just offered Claypool to me for my second. I'm, uh, I'm going to say no, no thanks. You say no. Yeah, I would do it. I would absolutely do it. Um, you know, if That's we're going to send him to everybody in the league, if 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 we're going to do, if we're going to take the risk on Kadarius Tony, who's you know got a lot of question marks. There's a lot less question marks around uh, Chase Claypool. I get it's not as good of an offense, uh, but there's nobody in that offense that's like we have to give this guy a ton of targets. Like that player doesn't exist. I know we we like Cole Komet, we like Mooney, but he's you give a second round pick for a guy, you're planning on him being a focal point of the offense, especially for a team that's given up a decent amount of picks lately because they had to give up some to get get Justin Fields. And so they don't have a plethora of picks to just throw around. They're not a team with two first and three seconds where it's easy to just that's that's a lot of draft capital for them to to give up. Uh and they have a lot of holes still too to to fill. So they had just ha- they had just gotten a second earlier for the Roquan yeah, Smith. For the Roquan deal. Smith. So, yep. they, so they did kind of have one to burn. I they had like. one. They had one. But you know, last they year the they were they were depleted last year. Yeah. They had like no picks at all last year. So they need as many as they can get. I think he's gonna be a focal point. And look, even if he is just a wide receiver three for fantasy, I would give my second in a draft to get a wide receiver three so yeah for me easily i would give my second to get chase claypool dependent on my receiving court on my team 
and like say I only had three guys or whatever. Like I think for everything that you said, you know, what they paid for him, his youth, his upside, the likelihood of them giving him some kind of deal, even if it's a short term, probably three year deal. For probably, like, yeah. You know, say it's only like twenty eight million guaranteed or something along those lines. Um, I think I would accept. If it depends, like I would, I would like, I wouldn't just accept just because of the player. Like I would, he'd have to, I, he'd have, it'd be, have to be a need on my roster. Sure. Like I would need another receiver. And the good part is he fits almost any roster type. Cause he's young enough where if you're in a rebuild, like I, I would hesitate to like give two one maybe, but if it's two, three, two, four, and I'm more in a rebuild, like he's young enough to where he could still be on my team in you know, four or five years and still be a player for me. Tony or Claypool. Claypool. Matt? <sighs> I mean, I think I think Claypool has a much better he I think he has a he has a lot more um I think he's safety built into him mm-hmm. and, and he and his ability to just be available for the next three years, I, I think probably puts him over the top of Tony for me. Just because who knows what you're gonna get but with But you Tony. were gonna give a second for Tony, but you wouldn't for Claypool? Listen, <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> Got you, bitch. <laughs> Listen, man. Just because you love Cole Komet, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this wraps into it, but just because you love Cole Komet doesn't mean Komet, doesn't mean Williams loving son of a gun doesn't mean you know, that I'm going to DJ Dallas is about to get you. <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm going to trade for this guy. Okay, just because you're mad because Travis Homer came back this week and took all of DJ Dallas's receiving yards. How dare you put how that hatred on you. me? How dare uh, you? Interested, interested moves, but. You know, when you play Dynasty, I mean, these are the kind of moves and gambles you make because it, it's hard to, like, a lot of times you're making these trades, it's like, oh, I think I'm getting this. Like, you're always looking for those big-time upside trades, right? Like, mm-hmm. those players that it's so much harder to get. Like, what's an, I say it all the time, what's an overpay today is underpay tomorrow. Sure. That's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And these are two players we just talked about that get, offer that kind of upside. Yes, could they just flame out and give you nothing? Course. Of 100%. course. Could it just be middle of the road guys in a roster that you like Marquez Vela Scantlin? Like, oh, I gave him yeah. a second for Marquez Vela and Scantlin, and it's like, here I am. And play him twice a year on Desperate Bye Weeks. Yeah. And, the, and the, you know, a guy that you're never going to cut, but you never really want to start. And yeah. if you start him, then you're not a contender, anyways. Can I? Can you cut Marquez Valdez Scantlin? You could cut him, right? I mean, I wouldn't. You could. But you could. You started Devontae Parker. <laughs> Different team. <laughs> Different team, man. <laughs> Different team. No, I mean, in 25, 30 man rosters, you're not cutting MVS. Yeah. I mean, it's just because, again, it's. I, ha- I have them on my thir- our thirty you know roster, yeah. and I just hate looking at them now. Like, I'm is, just like I just tough. don't even want to see you. I, any any offer for him, I would say yes to. What league is this? Dynasty. Oh, <laughs> I need a receiver now. Yeah, come get some. Oh, in between shows, I'm about to come get. <laughs> there you go. I am gonna come get him. What, he any, is my fourth. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what. Uh, remember, that, wait, remember that show we did last year? He's like, I would. What player was it? Do you remember any chance? I'll take. Uh, I'd take I take any. Know. I would take any second right now for him. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll give you my second. Over the second, he declined it. it. False advertiser. Listen, uh, Matt, you're getting called on the carpet. I talk up a big game. <laughs> you're talking about cutting him. I'm like, here, I'll give you a six. Oh, that's way too. Uh, I mean, I'll keep him for a sixth. All right, oh. Jesus. Can you cut? Him? You're gonna cut him. Yeah. Uh, 
God, I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking for a friend too. It wasn't even it wasn't for even me. It wasn't even for me. It wasn't even I for me. Him. I have Devontae Parker. Uh, what are we on time for the show? We got uh, more trades. 102 seconds. <laughs> one, 102. <laughs> one hour, two minutes? minutes? Yeah, one hour is two minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's get through a couple of these in real quick. Um, yeah, because we still got Heinz and uh, Ridley to talk about. Oh, dude. So Chase Edmonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Chase Edmonds and <laughs> Jeff goes Wilson. To the Should we save some of this for the just for the nerd show and then get into the... We could. Yeah. We could talk about that. I feel like we're going to spill over. It's going to be about an hour, and an hour and a half by the time we get through. We got this. like 15 minutes to talk about these guys. We got to talk about Calvin Ridley, uh, Chase Edmonds, Jeff, Jeff Wilson, Wilson, Jeff Wilson, and Naheem yeah. Hines. Naheem, Naheem Hines. Hines. Yeah. It's we'll do it in the nerd show. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to jump into the nerd show right now then. Uh, we're going to do some dynasty trades, real trade questions on there. And we're going to cover the rest of these uh, guys in here. And if you want to get part of the show, again, just support the show. It's as simple as buying one cup of coffee a month. That's how you support our show. You buy me one cup of coffee a month and you get an extra podcast. So if you enjoy our podcast and you're like, yeah, I'll enjoy your podcast, but not enough to pay for it because, you know, and I get it, you know, inflation, all that stuff. I, I, I understand not paying for website services. Like, why would I pay for that? Well, we're going to bring you another, another podcast for an hour, hopefully entertaining and some, you know, good information. knowledge, some good information in there. And then you get all our tools. You know, the Dynasty GM is, uh, again, I saw some of the, we had a meeting last week on the Dynasty GM 2.0. And when I tell you that this thing excites me, it's going to be done, they, our developer said by December, like Christmas time for the update. And one of the things we're going to have on there is I literally think it's going to be industry changing. Like what you what you'll be able to do again and industry changing again again. I mean, it's already to me the best tool in the business with the, the league analyzer. But what you're going to be able to do in here is going to give you the opportunity to manage your dynasty teams and give you a look like no other tool in dynasty fantasy football does. It will make sure that you're looking at dynasty fantasy football from from your perspective. from your perspective. Yep. I'm, 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 I'm not. I don't want to say too much. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to hold back here, but. It literally blew. Not only did it look great, like aesthetically, right. but the the power that this tool is going to do, and the information we're going to get out of it, and get back to all of your users as well, is going to be so worth the cup of coffee. So you get the extra podcast, you get the Dynasty Nerds film room as we talk about the twenty three class. You get to watch all Can't these wait. rookies and watch their tape. Literally, you can watch the whole game in five minutes. All twenty two film. You get the film, the nerd score on there, which has been absolutely tremendous so far going into year. Four? This will be our fourth year. Fourth yeah. year going to that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is nuts, man. So for the price of a cup of coffee, you get all of this that I just mentioned. The podcast, the tools, the the film, everything you need to succeed at Dynasty. And yes, you're paying money for it. Yes. But I also want to say, like, when that money comes in, this money goes right back into Dynasty, right? Like, when, the, when I'm excited about this GM 2.0 coming out, and we have so much more lined up after that, mm-hmm. that just takes time to develop it your contributions goes back into the game of dynasty itself by building more tools for you and the more tools we build and the more information we get like adp wise what players are doing that goes right back into the tool to give you yep. more information because we take all of this uh information from all the leagues that we have from users you know whether because we can use you can put sleeper in there ffpc MFL, Flea Flicker, all these leagues you can import in your league manually and manage all your leagues in one spot. So if you have Dynasty Leagues in multiple different locations, they're all in one app. And again, I say the word app because we're coming to an app. Uh, We already have the Dynasty Nerds app right now. It's a mock draft tool, which is super fun, definitely for rookie drafts. Mm -hmm. But 
everything we have is going to this app as well. So it'll be in your phone, in your pocket, so much for the price of a cup of coffee. Um, I encourage everybody to give it a chance. Stick with us. Definitely the 2.0 com- oh, comes out. So two months. So you buy me two cups of coffee for two months. Then stick around for the film room. That one cup of coffee that you buy me a month. And if you can't stand me, which is understandable, buy Garrett a cup of coffee. I mean, guy has a long drive home. He needs to stay True. awake. Um, and I always say this because I know it sounds cheesy, but you're also supporting the game of dynasty fantasy football. So we appreciate it. You know, everybody that signs up, we are, we have one goal here at dynasty nerds. It's been our mission since the first time we did a podcast nine years ago to grow the game of dynasty fantasy football. And I feel very grateful that we've had our hands in that, Matt, you Absolutely, and I, yep. uh, since the get go. And since Garrett has joined us to kind of watch this game evolve, uh, and I know sometimes people call me or we get on the shows like, oh, this guy's a godfather of Dynasty. It's like, what that, I, feel, I know I've been playing for a while, but that that makes me feel good that Dynasty Nerd's been around long enough that we're looked at like, hey, this is sure, a, that, we're, a that we've been stone. established. Yeah. And, yep. and, I, and I'm so grateful for, you know, sometimes when I see how many people listen to the show, it blows me away. Like how mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's mind blowing, like how many people listen to the show. And I appreciate every single one of you. But I encourage you to not just take this information entertainment, but take advantage of the tools that we you, that we built to help you along. And, and, and I've been playing for 20 years. Like I, like, I don't rely on these tools, but they're extremely helpful for I me. I would say, I use the GM all the time. It's not just one of those things where we publicize it because it's ours and we want to, you know, we want to get money. And I literally use the GM tool weekly. Yeah. And I've been playing Dynasty for a decade. Right, it helps and organize. I still yep. use it yeah. weekly. It helps organize your thoughts. It helps organize your teams and, and, and other people's teams and absolutely other people's teams and figure it out. And, and it, we got the trade browser that we're constantly using to try to figure it out. on the show. Yeah, That's what I talked about. All we're show. trying to figure out value on players. That's such a useful part of it that we, that we probably don't talk about quite we never enough. Talk about. We um, just mentioned it casually on the show. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, so there's so many little nuances in there. Get in, dig into it, find out what works great for you and, and, and you know, keep at it. Yeah. So I encourage everybody. Price a cup of coffee, go to dinecenters.com, join the nerd herd uh, today. And like I said, it's just, I think you made a good point, like Garrett, when you said like, oh, people, oh, these guys are trying to sell memberships so they can make all this money. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do this for the money from Dynasty. I, I do this to make more dope ass tools for you to use. Because again, it's not just for you to use. I build the tools that I want. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Just assume other people would want these too. Yeah. The one of the privileges that we have of being, you know, at the the peak of the mountain when it comes to dynasty nerds is we have the final say of what we want to build. And as somebody who's been playing for 20 years, we know what we want out of tools. Yep. So selfishly, like, you know, all these memberships is come in to build the tools that I want. I'm not going to lie during this conversation. I just thought of another one that we'll talk about after this show. There we go. And it's going to go right in. It's going to go right in the roadmap. And I love it. I love Perfect. Yep. So check us out. Dynasty nerds.com. Now let's jump to that nerd herd show. All right, guys. Adios.